what's up you guys welcome to another episode of the making sense podcast subject of today will be my review on the first part of the season four of you so the show just dropped yesterday i believe depending on what time zone you're in but that was pretty much on wednesday and this is the first part of the season four so as always what i do i do reviews i give my take on you know the episode the season and the movie that i've watched and i pretty much give you guys my take on it obviously if you're not caught up to the show i would advise you to as always there will be spoilers i say it all the time but they're definitely going to be going to be spoilers about the show so if you're not caught up to it go back and watch it and come back listen to the episode that i put the disclaimer on we could definitely get into it so play this uh, before getting into any this new season of you that at least the first five episodes that i've watched i genuinely enjoyed it and i will be honest I probably enjoyed it way much more than season three because if I'm being honest, I was a little bit like uh, underwhelmed by season three. To me, season three, it wasn't bad because I still like you is one of, to be honest, it's not necessarily a show that I always, that I'm craving for, but whenever I watch an episode, it's always great, right? But season three was a little bit like, it, it felt too much, like underwhelming, you know, people dying, people getting kidnapped, nobody really noticing. I felt it felt like too much for me. And I love the fact that every season they really pretty much take Joe in a completely different direction. And this season is no different, right? Like I said, really skeptical about the premise of this season because you know it's a little bit weird because it's kind of a murder mystery type of like you know a season in the sense that you know Joe finds himself in a weird position of kind of being like an investigator you know at one point in the show he does uh, refer to Hercule Poirot at, at, um, all the her, her books about just you know solving crime so he finds himself in this uh, odd position so as far as the premise I was really skeptical but it actually works it actually works I genuinely enjoyed the first five episodes like get into uh, uh, more details about the show but yeah I think overall I genuinely enjoyed there's not no dull moment I feel like it's a really good story they have really interesting and deep new characters i love the fact it's still the same the essence of who he is remained the same but i love the fact that his circumstances completely changed so in my opinion it's a really good reinvention of the character right it's like every season you know in season one we saw joe working in the library season two he's working this like like bio like shop or whatever like restaurant or whatever in season three I don't even remember what he does. I think he's just a home dad, like a, a at home dad or whatever. I don't even remember what he does. But in this season, he's a teacher, right? And I love the fact that every season we find a new version of Joe, right? And in that sense, it makes for like still, it, it makes for really compelling storytelling and we're not getting bored, right? Like it feels, every season really feels like there's no you season that is this, the one thing that this season, like there's always a theme in this season. This season theme it's about redemption, right? It's like Joe, as always, he's trying to fight the urges of like stalking and killing all that type of stuff. And you see this season when you find him in the beginning of the season, he's actually doing pretty good. Like he's becoming a teacher. He kind of let go of the, the Marian's situation and he's pretty much focused on doing focused on doing something else. He's, you know, find himself in a weird position of just being a teacher, which is uh, a kind of fun, but still, right? 
I love the fact that whenever we find him in in this whatever new story they're trying to tell, he's always trying to do better and to be better, to be honest, right? It's like he's trying to find peace every season. But like I said, the key watch the first five if you watch the first five episodes, like he's definitely not successful at just, you know, keeping them um the same way that he was before, right? It's like you can see, and I think that was really fascinating, the way they painted his encounter with Marianne because she, you see her, you see him through her eyes and you can tell that he is like terrified by him. And if you're really being honest, it's one of the reasons why I love the show so much. It's like they never really glorified Joe because he's still a stalker at the end of the day. He's a murderer, but he's a stalker as well. So it's a really weird and psychotic and obsessive dude that like he's like... Uh, like I don't know, like, uh, what's the exact term, but he's a weirdo, like, he's really weird, and he's, like, a crazy, like, he's crazy, right, and my idea of what Joe is, is pretty much hasn't changed by this season, but I feel like, for once, we kind of get to see him in a completely different light, and, you know, we find him, he's a teacher now, um, he has, like, this kind of group of friends, air quote, but, you know, friends, because they're not really his friends, but yeah, like I said, every time we find him in this new position, he's trying to find redemption. Redemption, And the one thing that I would say is like, he's trying to find re redemption, but it's not really like he's trying to atone for all the stuff that he did in the past. I think he just won a fresh start, just like he did in season two, just like he did in season three. But this season, he's really trying again in London to have a, a brand new life, not trying to do the same thing, the same mistakes that he did prior, right? And because of circumstances that are actually outside of his control, he found himself in a new, like in a completely new uh, a, a situation that's still pretty much a toxic frame. When it comes to season four, like I said, I had huge doubts about what the show was going to be. I, know, I remember watching the trailers like, yo, what the fuck is this? Like, now he's like a, a detective on some type of, you know, trying to solve crimes. And I don't, I didn't think it would work. And like I said, it actually does because all the skills that he gathered by just, you know, being a stalker and just, you know, harassing, harassing women and just following that type of stuff. And you find that oddly enough, all those skills, all those skills that he acquired in the past, they're actually really useful and helpful for him to kind of figure out this like murder mystery type thing when all these people like, they're getting killed by this new serial killer it's a new side of joe that we've never seen right it's like he's actually using his like evil powers for good and that's also kind of funny to see now that usually he was just like you know stalking some poor woman now he's actually using is like you know he's a little bit like anakin skywalker you know he's seeing the light uh, again right and it's interesting to see his relationship with the serial killer as well because like i said it kind of takes a monster to know a monster in a sense to have this weird and really twisted bond meaning that for now from from season one to season three we always had joe being the stalker you know in the first season that was gwen in the second season it was love in season three you had marianne and you had love as well but in this season although you do have kate i feel like it's different because he found himself to be the target of a stalker as well right you know that individual put a body in his apartment he's following him watching him sending him text about what he's wearing um other situation when you know he's actually forcing him to kill people uh, he's just there's this really twisted relationship and I genuinely enjoy the fact that for once 
he's actually finding himself in a situation that where he put that he put all of his victims prior, you know, feeling like someone is watching you all the time, feeling that just, you know, that you can't really move a certain way and just feeling like, you know, you're not really safe. And that's one of the reasons why I love this new season, because it's a completely shift. It's a complete shift from anything that we've seen Joe being. It's like, for such a long time he used to be a hunter and now he actually is the prey so that was a completely shift in power to be honest but something else that i worked something else that worked in this new season is the supporting cast they're supposed to be a portrayal of the elite right like it's a really exact if we're being honest really exaggerated with depiction of like what privileged kids are supposed to be like i don't believe that just because you know you were born into wealth or whatever that you were just like you know an automatic you know sociopathic piece of shit uh although the show kind of it's interesting the fact that the show point paints them as just being this you know really evil people right it's like all of these rich entitled kids they make Joe look like an actual angel. So that's just how bad they are, right? It's like, you no, know, so many instances when you see just being like scum as far as like human beings, like, you know, they're mocking death, people dying. They have like zero empathy for nobody. You know, they see their friends getting killed and not, you don't really send it. see them crying. You don't see them being, you know, not even just being afraid or being concerned. There's like none of that, right? And all of them, they all have like, you know, dark secrets, like the slash fetish, you know, the dude, one of the dudes actually like his, you know, that, that was, I ain't gonna lie, that, that was really weird. Like the dude, like his fetish was getting golden child. Like my thing is like, at least get in a fucking bed. Like the dude was like, went to the fucking kitchen boys. Like, yeah, pee on me. Like that, that's, I ain't gonna lie. That scene was actually wild, right? But yeah, like they're just the embodiment of what we, it's like, no, let me not just say we, but as far as like what society pictures someone who's really entitled to be, right? Like I said, uh, uh, no empathy, having like, like crazy secrets, being egotistical, shallow, I can say, you know, superficial as well. They super condescending to people they come, that don't come from their background and sometimes even cruel, right? It's like, they kind of have a superiority complex that you can see every time they interact with someone who's not from their background for the, the social economical background and like i said i feel like what they what the show is trying to do by making them so not relatable so like inhuman in a way it kind of makes us put us in a situation that when they actually do get killed there's no nobody really is sad when they get killed right in every other season, whenever someone was getting killed, you actually felt bad, whether it's just, you know, in season one, when Gwen died, when season two, or even season three, when all these people get killed, usually you kind of feel bad for them. But for them, they're, they've made such a point of painting them like evil evil beings, right? That now, even when they start dropping like flies, nobody really gives a fuck about, you know, it, it's like, there's no point. If it, if all of them were to die, aside from maybe Kate and the other dudes who like to take golden showers, I don't think I would feel any type of way, right? So it's in a weird way, kind of puts the audience in, in a situation of like, you know, whenever they get killed, it's a little bit like it's like, like it's karma a little bit, like they deserve it in some way. And it's a little bit twisted, although, you know, they're not that great of people, they're still human beings. They're the embodiment of entitlement. Like they, they, they all of them, they kind of live in this like entitled, like this cloud for like a better word. Like they, all of them, they live in this cloud of entitlement and they never really touch down on earth. So they're completely out of touch. They, they presumptuous. They, you know, they, like I said, they're just rich kids. 
They don't really have any type of morality. They know what's right. They know what's wrong. And they're all fucked up. So, you know, that's that's the, that was the interesting part as far as, like, the supporting cast. And I also like the fact that it's kind of, yeah, it's a reflection of classism. You know, it's like the rich against the poor. And, you know, when stuff is happening to the, the, the rich, nobody really gives a fuck because they're rich. They don't, you don't, you know, have any type of empathy towards them. But if it happens to the poor automatically because of the background it makes it more sad so i think that was a a good way for for the you know uh for them for the show to kind of play on that kind of a moral line and us to be put in a situation where we have to feel empathy for a group of people that we don't even like to be honest it's the first part of the season right so i believe the second part will drop the 9th of march but for the first part there's only five episodes we saw the new love relationship between joe and kate i think kate is probably the toughest and most interesting love interest that joe had because i loved joe and gwen right their relationship in season one i never liked love i'm gonna be honest never liked it, her in season two never like definitely not liked her in season three i was kind of glad that she got killed but i think kate their relationship is kind of uh, a completely different because for once he's really trying to do the good th the right thing he's trying to push her away and it feels like the more he push her away the more she's trying to come back and i feel like eventually at some point he's gonna kill her because that's pretty much what he does but uh yeah I, like i said i look forward to see what will happen in the part two of the season four but yeah for the first as far as the first part of the season four is concerned, like I said, a really good watch. I genuinely enjoyed it. Like I said, there's no bad episode. There's no bad moments. And I'm really curious to see where they will take the story next. That was pretty much my take on the first part of season four of You on Netflix. And yeah, that's, like I said, that's pretty much it. Peace, you guys.